0: Welcome to Last Week in Gaming, where we talk about games we ran or played last week. I'm your host, Matt J. Let's get started. Last Week in Gaming and the Diceology podcast are supported by listeners like you. Your support is what makes my show and the Dream Hustle happen. It helps provide independence for the work, the shows, games, and the conversations I have. And I appreciate that. Consider supporting me on Patreon at MadJZero, all letters. Let's make this our regular thing. My son and I took a road trip out to Dayton, Ohio to visit my baby brother and his brand new baby. We got in some board games with the family. My mom and dad came out, my brother's wife, uh, and we got to to do some board gaming. The road trip back, however, was interesting uh, in the conversation. It's 10 hours, uh, Dayton to Kansas City. We got to talking about game settings. My son brought up solar punk. We talked about cyberpunk, steampunk, magi punk, all the different punks, biopunk, right? And then I said, Man, what do you think a game about or setting about debt, D E B T, debt punk, might look like? Yeah, the whole trip back, plus a stay in a hotel, we talked about this debt punk setting. And man, we've got, so here's some of the highlights from the setting. We don't need character sheets, right? Uh, in this game, the the game doesn't care about who you are, your backstory, what you have is a debt sheet. Here's what you owe, why you owe it, and the accumulation of debt as the game goes on. And uh, opportunities to raise credit to reduce that debt. It's a sci-fi setting, right? A sci-fi salvage setting. Uh, I was kind of inspired by the Netflix show uh, Space Sweepers a little bit. Uh, So anyway, uh, you have all this debt. Uh, There are different tiers of debt. Different things happen. Maybe they're aliens. We know that there are probably drones and AIs. We work through some of that. Even in death, you can't escape your debt, right? Uh, They will take your corpse. Reanimated in a machine, machinery, maybe uh, like a, like a, some type of droid or mech. We were thinking dreadnoughts from 40K. Uh, and then we turn that into dead knots, right? And then later on, he came back with debt, D E B T, dead knots. Uh, and there, what happens is they take your dead body, they stick you in this machinery, uh, put you back to work out there to pay your debt off. Uh, and they add the cost of making that conversion to your debt, right? There are debt agencies, think credit agencies in reverse. Uh, There's maybe three or four of them, and their job is to ensure that you're, you know, making payments on your debt. Yeah, so anyway, we're I think we're going to play around with that, either in uh, Cortex or something quick and dirty uh, with Apocalypse World. See if there's a game in there, right, and uh, build out from there. But that was fantastic. Uh, He and I just riffing, brainstorming on the car ride back about debt punk. Even coming up with names for the game. We started off riffing with Cowboy Bebop and we ended up with stuff like Lo-Fi Freelancers or uh, Hustle Chill Hop, uh, Hustle and Debt, right? Uh, and in the end, as a play on d we came up with Death and Debt, right? So uh, I got a kick out of that. We're still playing Lancer, but that was last week. A couple of weeks back before that, I got involved with the Gauntlet Con Open Gaming Weekend, and I got to play Hud Cartel with Rich Rogers. If you haven't, it's always a blast to play some Hud Cartel, and if you can get Rich Rogers to run that game for you, you are winning. That is a, that was a fantastic game. I ran Twilight 2000 as a one shot. My aim there was to deliver the Twilight 2000 survival sandbox experience in a three to four hour session. And I think I pulled that off. I think uh, I got close. I will tighten up that scenario and I will run it for my Patreon backers uh, later this month. Um, And I will continue to refine that because I think that's worthwhile um, running. It's fun for me. And I like getting folks to see the Twilight 2000 uh, sandbox. Um, It feels like a fantasy hex crawl, but it's a modern day hex crawl, not quite post-apocalyptic Though it is apocalyptic, right? World War Three has happened, and you're escaping the fall of a Polish town. So, uh, But not post-apocalyptic as we come to imagine it, like Mad Max. It's not that level. I also wrapped up Tears of a Machine. We played our finale, Whitney Delaglio and Michael Addison. Those were some fantastic sessions. Uh, I got to sit down and talk with Russell Collins. Uh, Tears of a Machine second class is on Kickstarter, He's the game designer for that. That was fantastic to have kind of a post-game discussion uh, with the game designer. So check that out on Diceology and uh, take a look at his Kickstarter. After that, it's been mostly prep for me over the past two weeks. Uh, My vampire game is still alive or undead and uh, going. We've missed several sessions, but most of that is because of in real life, Summer interruptions, you know, folks going on vacation and things like that. I uh, I believe we're back on track this week, which is cool. I've been prepping their first job with their new employer, Cade. If you are my two players, Jeremiah or Sarah, you should probably stop listening because I'm gonna drop a big spoiler here in a minute. Three, two, one. So Cade is a werewolf. My players have not figured that out yet. They suspect something is off with Cade, but they're willing to do wet work for her. Uh, They live in the favela that she kind of oversees. She's got uh, some, well, she's suspicious because she knows they are vampires and she doesn't quite get what their game is. So her first two jobs are kind of loyalty jobs, right? Whack a vampire for me. Whack this crusade adjacent human uh, who's also a pain in my butt. And if those two things get done, right, they've kind of earned some trust from her. Um, They still have issues, problems with their Anarch ties and the Camarilla ties. One or two sessions from now, I'll backtrack and see what's happening there. But right now we're establishing uh, what the relationship with Cade is like at the moment. So that's been fun. I've been prepping that. I've been prepping the One Ring for Twitch actual play. We'll start playing that hopefully next week. We'll do a session zero pretty quick. Uh, Rich Rogers and Jeremiah Fry will be the two core players. And my plan is to cycle in guest players for one to however many sessions they can hang out and play and then cycle them off. Kind of like the old TV shows where they would have a guest star of the week or whatever. So we'll do that with some players, cycle them in, do some mini arcs and play through the one ring. We're using the alpha rules that are new from Free League and we'll keep updating those as they put out, they get closer to their final. Um, I'm super excited that Free League has this game and I hope to do an interview with those folks again, strictly about the One Ring. I'm also prepping Nahual. The PDF is out and I think the prints are uh, close behind. Uh, This is a fantastic game about hunting angels. Nahawal is a RPG of Mexican urban fantasy. It had a Kickstarter uh, some time ago, but the PDFs are out now by Miguel Angel Espinoza. I backed this hard, so I'm excited about it coming out, the comic being translated. The artwork is fantastic. So for my Patreon backers, I will run a series of these games. Uh, later this month, we'll do a session zero and figure out how long we're going to play and what we're playing. I'm prepping that now, reading through and prepping that now. I've been reading Vincent Baker's essays on using Apocalypse World to outline and playtest your game. And I've been doing that with a thing that's been rolling around in my head for a long time. Uh, The working title is Pink's Think Car Wars, mashed up with UnGuard, and you won't be too far behind. We play to find out what your driver status is at the end of a racing season. Meaning, are you the, the top driver? And I don't know what top driver is yet. Uh, are you the most loved driver? Are you the infamous driver, right? At the moment, I've got uh, some playbooks. I think there's a driver playbook. I think there's a playbook for your vehicle. Uh, and you might have several vehicles, depending on how the game goes for you. Uh, I think there are track races. And I think there are arena battles, um, out the gate. So I'm working through those systems now, walking through the essays that Vincent Baker has uh, put out there, and we can talk about it. But I'm excited about that and working through that process. It's been interesting to see how Vincent articulates Apocalypse World and put those things into practice. So I say I'm working on pinks, but uh, if you open up my my Google Docs, I have several game design thoughts in different stages from Lifted, my superhero game, to uh, The Last Age of Elves, something else I'm working on. Uh, I will probably, I mentioned this debt punk thing. I'll probably put that through the first two parts. Uh, And they're good exercises, kind of like sketching, I think, for me. Uh, I I try to knock out a sketch a day and it's like that. And uh, every iteration, every day, I discover something new, something different as I go through this process, and that's fantastic. Whatever sees the light of day, I have no idea. But right now, this this Pink's game has my attention uh, as I work through some stuff there. Sorcerer, of the Fallen. I have a finale to finish. Brendan and I uh, again. Summer is interrupting our game schedule, but that's a that's a finale we are going to finish. We want to know how Don ends up. How does how does Don go out? Does he does he die well or not? O-Run is a thing. We're we're still scheduling our next game for that. Again, the summer schedule has us beat. The same goes for Dictionary of Moo with Marduk. Marduk forever, right? Uh, As soon as our schedules settle out, we'll return to those games. We will not be returning to our Nibiru game on Twitch. And I'll have a post about that, about ending games early. I think we had a good run. Uh, Nibiru has been fun, but weird for us. And I'll talk about that in my post. And we're just going to leave it on that fourth session cliffhanger, right? Uh, Which is perfect, right? So my lifted zine, uh, I'm wrapping up my first draft. I'll send that off to the editors and then we'll start layout and stuff. Games are still ongoing, so I think we'll be adding to that draft. But most of that stuff goes in the uh, higher tier zines. Juan Ochoa will be doing the artwork for the villains in the zine. My thought here with Lifted is the heroes uh, are going to get made. I don't have an iconic set of heroes, but I will have an iconic set of villains. Juan and I have been chatting, uh, and I'm excited he's on board showcasing these villains. I will be looking for another artist to do the normals and agents and the mundane artwork. I like the idea of having two different artists doing two different... Aspects of the game. So I'm still searching for that second artist. This has been fun putting the lifted zine together, the artwork together, playing the games, pulling those different pieces into the zine. I will, I mentioned it before, I'm looking forward to catching up with my friend Paul Beakley of the Indie Game Reading Club out in Arizona in September. And we will talk about making lifted its own standalone thing. I'm excited about that. That's my last week in gaming. Tell me what you're playing, what you're excited about, uh, what's new on the horizon for you. Let's talk about games. That's my show. Thanks for listening. Send your comments, questions about this episode to me. I'm on Patreon at MadJZero, 0 all letters, or send it to Twitter at GoDiceology. And you know, subscribe, rate, and like. Let's make this our regular thing.